This is interesting. Ottawa is planning to ban the practice of something called drip pricing. They announced this in the budget that they are going to um, head back to uh, the drawing board and amend the Competition Act. So here to talk about it, Joshua Crane. He's a partner in the Competition Law Group at McMillan LLP. Joshua, thanks for sparing some time for us this morning. Well, thanks for having me on, Kelly. It's great to be here. Can you give us an idea of what uh, the term drip pricing refers to? Sure. So drip pricing uh, involves a practice where an advertiser will post a price for a product um, but may not always include all of the fees or taxes in the headline price. Um, And so uh, they may, you know, reveal the price, the total price later on in the purchasing process, but they won't necessarily do it on the first go. Okay, so this could involve like uh, if you're booking a trip, uh, tickets from StubHub or Ticketmaster. In some cases, furniture retailers like Leon's and The Brick have been accused of price dripping before. Um, You got it. This is pretty standard stuff. And it's becoming more standard, unfortunately, when you look at the digital economy. How's the digital economy facilitating drip pricing, in in your opinion? Well, we have um, interactive booking pages now on the Internet. So let's say you want to go and look for a hotel room um, in another another country. And so you search to say, well, I want to go to, I don't know, Mexico on a trip. And you're looking around for uh, for hotel rooms, and you see the prices, and then you go and you you enter in your information, and they say, well, there's a resort fee at this hotel for twenty dollars a day. And so, as you move through the booking process, sometimes you see that there are um, additional fees that come to your attention, depending on you know where you're booking, how you're booking, and 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 who you're booking with. In the past. Uh, this has been tackled. This idea of tri- uh, drip pricing has been tackled by the uh, consumer, uh, the Canada's competitive uh, competition bureau. Don't know why I can't talk today. It's it's a it's not it's not great when you're a broadcaster. But let me try this again. We've left it up to the to Canada's competition bureau to handle this in the past. Yeah. The argument is that drip pricing is by nature deceptive, right? So I'll do all of this work and I think I'm getting a great deal because, you know, the price as advertised looks pretty hot. I go through everything. I go to book and then I've got these cleaning fees and extras added on. By the time I go to book now, I'm thinking I've already invested all this time. I don't want to go back and search out and try and compare pricing, you know, with something else. And so through the nature of fatigue, They've got me. I just hit book. So it's unfair. So the government, the federal government now is planning to ban drip pricing. It's interesting yeah. because most people are saying, yeah, go for it. Stick up for the little guy. You and some of your colleagues are saying, you know what? Not a great idea banning drip pricing. Why? Yeah, well, listen, the, the, the fact is that if companies are doing things that are misleading or fraudulent, they're caught anyway today. Like so, and the government and the Competition Bureau has had a very good track record of going after businesses and helping industries change their pricing practices. So, you know, from our perspective, we, we're we're scratching our heads a little bit because the, the law already allows the the Competition Bureau to take these cases. But the other point that we want to make is that. Um, you know, there may be unintended consequences of, of, of doing this. The penalties for uh, these new rules are very, very high, including up to 3% of the company's uh, worldwide revenue. 
And so companies that may want to experiment with different pricing practices or show what a, a base price is and, and then uh, reveal the fees maybe on the next page, they're going to have to take a look at whether, you know, this is a practice they want to do and whether they want to do business here because the risks of, uh, of a penalty and a pretty big one are quite high. Okay, but isn't it a, it seems like it would be a lot of work going to Canada's Competition Bureau and saying, look, I think there was some drip pricing here that you want to tackle when I book this trip to Mexico. Mm-hmm. I mean, that seems like a lot of legwork that, that you're recommending is better left up to, you know, the purchaser when I don't know if I agree with that as the little guy here. Yeah, I mean, if you're going to book a trip to Mexico and you're going to spend uh, $10,000 or more on a, on a trip for a family of, of five or six you're going to do a little legwork anyway. Um, and so uh, most people don't make big purchasing decisions like that without taking some time to, to really think about it. And, and hopefully they can do some comparison shopping as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and frankly, uh, if the websites are misleading and materially misleading, they can get caught up today anyway. So, so to make a, a hard rule. How can they get caught, Josh? Just to off the top here, how how, how could I catch them? Yeah, so the the, the government can uh, bring a case against a company if it can show that their representations are false or misleading in a material respect. But somebody no, has to flag that, right? Yeah, they have to flag it. So what this rule does is it essentially creates a presumption that where you don't put all your prices uh, together right out of the get go you could be caught. Um, right. And so it, it changes the, it, it, it sort of tips the, the, the odds in favor of the regulator. I really appreciate your time. And I apologize for calling you Josh. I tend to be somebody that feels comfortable with someone and then gets way too familiar. So I apologize well, off the hop there. Glad I made you feel comfortable today. And thanks for bringing this topic uh, to your listeners. It's a really interesting one. Well, thanks for joining us. I really appreciate your, your other perspective on this. Cause I think a lot of people are like, rah, 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 ban it. I want to, but You know, if it's going to get in the way of people doing business here, then maybe you've got a point, and I appreciate you sharing it. Thanks a lot, Kelly. Have a great day. Joshua Crane is partner in the competition law group at McMillan LLP.